What time it is? Caffeine. You know what we do. You know how we do. Doc. Marlo. Smooth. What's up, Stitch? I just bought some Bitcoin. I was made to be fly. You can call me Boing. I just cop some real estate. The real estate mint <laughs> sticks is great. I just want the dope, dressed like I sell coke. I'm so dope. AM caffeine show. Doc, hey, let them know. Hey, Marlo, smooth. I got a show that I gotta go. Gotta flow. I'm a lunatic on this beat like I'm Dirty Mo. The Rolls Royce, I gotta get that champ. I need the new edition like I'm Ralph Tresvant. And pull up on my team, you know I'm killing the scene. Got a diamond, she fine like Vivian Green. Oh, don't apologize for your blackness. Uh, I off your head for this black fist. Uh, and don't get checked acting blackish. Kenya Burris, no, I'm black AF, ain't no acting. Uh, this Watt City in caffeine. I had to hit up Doc and I ain't taking no vaccine. I keep it smooth selling and Marlo, that's a queen. Talk slick, lose your life faster than you got COVID-19. I mean, 2020, use a clown, but I did make a lot of bread. I guess homie don't play that. It's funny that you say that. I need that Will of Fortune, that Rolls Royce. Pat, don't say Jack. These haters whack. Homie, just stick to rap. I'm focused on getting stacks. Andre, 3,000 a day. I don't play. Ice cubes in my chain. O'Shea. <laughs> See, this the caffeine show. It's watch sticks. I'm an east side pro. This West Coast had to let y'all know. Doc Smooth Marlowe. Start the show. Show, the show, the show, the show, AM Caffeine Show. AM Caffeine Show, what's up? It's your boy DLC. It's your girl Marlo J. DJ Smooth Melody. That's right, AM Caffeine Show, back up in this thing. First and foremost, I want to make sure we give a mad, uh, super dope shout out to our guest from last week, man. Soon to be all, well, he's an all pro, but soon to be in a Hall of Fame. Um, running back Eddie George, man. He was our guest last week. Super dope interview, man. Such a cool dude, Marlo. So good looking on hooking that up right there. Right on, Marlo, Marlo, what's going on? Everything and nothing at all. I heard that, player. I am ready for 20 to 20 to be over here. That's right, Marlo. So <laughs> you're going out of the country for New Year's Eve, right? And you're going to where again? I'm going to Jamaica. You're going to Jamaica. That's so fly. Jamaica. Are you concerned about flying during this time? Are you going to yeah. trip? Are you going to get high and be like, I'm out? First of all, don't put my business out in the street. That's one. Two, I'm just going to be I'm gonna be protected by wearing a mask and a shield and all of that. Dang. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. What uh, you doing? You where where did he go? What's that? What you going to be doing? You going to be bored? Doing, you know what? To be honest, New Year's Eve, I'm not doing anything, man. I don't have anything plan. I'm going to be right at the crib, man. I don't got nothing. You should practice. take an edible. You should take an edible just so you can say, you know what? I did everything in 2020. Yeah, that's what I'm not doing. We're, we're not All doing right. that. Smooth day, what's popping? It won't be no edibles, I'll tell you that. That's right. Smooth D, what's popping? Brand new bitch just jumped in. Hey! Alright, so today <laughs> we have a, man, a very special guest. Definitely one of the most unique and iconic rap groups that, you know, during my time. Um, during anybody's time. 
Right. Go ahead. You, right. Have ahead. sold, I don't know, over 50 million records, I think, worldwide. Have won Eesh. every award that you can possibly think about. Um, and it's crazy now because when they came out, their style was just so different. But now, mm. almost every rap artist that you hear has melody in their vocals, right? But these guys were the innovators of that sound as far as I'm concerned. One of the members from Bone, Thugs, and Harmony today, man, Lazy Bone is in the damn building on the AM What do? Lazy! What's cracking? A.K.A. Alberna. Got so much going on. You have a project that you released um, in the summertime. So we're going to talk about that. You have something going on New Year's Eve as well. Yeah. Um, a virtual show that we'll talk about. So mm. many things. But I do want to ask you, and like I said in the intro, how do you feel when you hear rap artists now kind of have adapted the style and adopted the style that you guys, you know, put down, do you hear that when you listen to a lot of the artists now? Do you hear so much of your influence? I mean, every time I turn on a song, you can't, it, it's really not an artist out there that's not harmonizing or trying to sing or rapping fast. One one of the elements of Bone Thugs and Harmony is incorporated in everything that everybody doing these days. No, so you ain't never lied about that. Um, Man, listen, go ahead. Drake's whole career. Drake's whole career. He was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to sing and rap too. <laughs> yeah, I feel, I feel like being in Bone Thugs and Harmony, you know, just being a pioneer of what we created and always trendsetting and wanting to be different. You know, we just, I feel like, you know, I'm proud of, I'm proud of our kids out here. You know what I'm saying? These are, <laughs> these are children. They learn well and, and a lot of them picked it up and they do a damn good job at it. You know what I'm saying? But it's just like, it's just like, you know, the uh, 80s basketball, you know, for lack of a better reference, you know, the, they wasn't dribbling and, and jumping and dunking the way that they was in the 80s that they are now. So the game evolved and, you know, it's just, it's an honor to be a part of that. Like, even though I don't feel like we get our props like we should, but I can look back and be like, yeah, we had some, we changed this game. So, you know. So I'm still working on the legacy of what Bone did and what we yet to do. But at the same time, we started that shit. They know what's up. <laughs> right. You, do you ever, okay, so, okay. I got a ton of questions. I'll, I'll focus, okay. So when you guys were rapping and doing your, um, your, your songs, was there ever a time where y'all be like, oh, no, no, somebody, somebody's off. Somebody's off, uh-uh. I need you, I need you to go, go. I need you to. I need you to miss my uncle Charles. I need you to, you know, was there ever a time where y'all had to be like, okay, somebody's off, somebody's to get the yeah, harmony I mean, right? I ain't even gonna front, that'll be me, you know what I mean? This <laughs> Busy Bone can really, really sing. Crazy Bone can sing, sing, Wish can sing. My brother, my brother can sing. I don't feel like I'm a singer, so all the time they be checking a nigga like me, talking about, hey man, hey, that note flat. <laughs> like, man, just, I'm gonna go over here and handle this business. Y'all go write some raps, nigga. You were the one that was talking through the harmonies about bone, 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 bone. Yeah, I bone. do the I do the, I do the, I do the simple melodies. 
Exactly. I ain't, I ain't trying to go too high. I stay right in between. He said, I'll stay right here. Everybody yeah. go around me. And, and then when it comes to the rapping, that's when, you know, I, I do my projectiles and, and get in the nigga face real heavy with the, with the strong voice. But other than that, yeah, you know, I can sing a little bit. I ain't gonna front on myself, but yeah, it'd be me fucking up, man. <laughs> What's your go-to song? Like if 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 you were if there was a song that you had to pick to sing for your life, what song would it be? Oh, that you think oh, your voice sounds the best on? Oh, I'll be on that very tone, so I go something like uh always and forever, you know. What I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Always and forever, I stay down there. You know? yeah. Each moment with you, yeah. But he said, I "Listen, I'm gonna cool. You need yeah. yeah, I'm, I'm gonna do my little Barry tone. Right. Um, with all the albums that Bone Thugs has, you know, have put out, and you doing solo albums, do you approach it different when it's your own project? as opposed to, you know, putting together a Bone Thugs album. Is like, is your process any different? Uh, the process is different almost every time. You know what I'm saying? They adjust, my process adjusts with the times. Back when I was a uh, 12, a 12 year old rapper, you know, I had to have a whole verse done before I let anybody hear it. You know what I mean? By the time I was 16, 17, I had to have a whole song wrote. Now, that, but that's when I was paying money to go into the studio right. to get my stuff done. But nowadays, like now, now I just go in the studio and it's my studio and I'm engineering and I'm producing and I'm controlling the whole thing. Then, you know, I might drop four bars, go play some basketball, smoke a blunt, come back, do do a chorus line and I build songs differently. But one thing that don't change is the vibe gotta be alive, whether it's a bone, a bone session, me recording with my kids or me recording by myself. As long as the vibe is up, it's a, it's an upbeat atmosphere. That's what don't never change. But the process is like, I got, I got many, many ways to skin a cat. Mm -hmm. Um, I see you got a, I see you got a little ink on you. What was your first tattoo and do you regret it? Nah, I don't regret it. My first tattoo was uh my first tattoo was this thing right here. And it was a little skull with the, the fly the the heat coming out out of his head. I guess I was a high head, so I don't regret that. But uh, I'm inked up all over now, man. Like I all my tattoos mean stuff to me. Like I got Jesus on my shoulder. I got my seven on my stomach for, you know, chronological purposes of what the seven mean. Um, you know, I got my fist on my back and, you know, my children's name. So everything on me means a lot to me. You know what I'm saying? Like very, I, I did all my due diligence, even with this little Japanese stuff on me. God, earth, death, and heaven, chronological order of how things happen or how I was thinking back when I was 17 years old. But yeah, I don't, I don't regret my ink. Are you done? Are you getting more? Are you finished? Um, I'm probably done, man. I'm cool. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I, I had got one cover. I had got something covered up uh, 
early last summer. We was bored with the pandemic, didn't know what to do. So we pulled out the tattoo guns and I covered up some things. But other than that, I'm cool. Like, and that's, that shit hurt, man. I ain't even gonna Was find. it a girl's name that you covered up? Nah, I just covered some up. You know what I mean? It was, <laughs> in, it was inappropriate. That's all I know. Was it a vagina? Did you have like a vagina on your arm or something? Was it, it like something? Be, it might be it dropping. Was it might be droppings of a, a vagina. It might be vagina. It might be vagina droppings. Drip, drip. It might be. It might have been a cum line train or something. Wop windmills. Oh God! He said vagina droppings, like little whoppiness. Right. Whoppiness. Um. <sighs> So how have you been spending your time? You know, everybody's been confined. Has most of it been, you've been pretty creative. Is this when you, you know, you released something in July. Was most of that done during this time? Or did you have stuff, you know, already that you added to new material? Well, I always got, <clears throat> I always got extra songs because I record all the time. You know, like I say, I engineer for myself now and I wake up in the studio. But when the pandemic hit, we, hold on one second. Y'all want to dance battle while you wait? No, <laughs> a anything with you dancing and you singing, because the next thing you're going to be like, hey, do you need me to go on tour and listen, be a singer? Listen, y'all be trying to block people's blessings. Listen, y'all don't understand who's, somebody going to be like, oh, Whose blessing would that be to actually have your vocals anywhere near them? Like, my, my, I mean, you are Nobody. talented, but you're not, a, you can't sing. You don't know that. No, I, I do. I've heard you. Every now and then, every now and then she'll give you like two bars on key. <laughs> so it's two you know, bars on no, key. Is that tour worthy? Is like should she be able to go on tour? Listen, I can I can blend I can harmonize. I can harmonize if you know with, with lazy if he need me to boom, 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 boom. Oh, you need me to go lower. <laughs> boom 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 boom. Oh, you need me to go higher. <laughs> what? He's coming back in. There he is. Yeah. Hey man, I apologize. Are you all good? I'm doing this shit from my phone, so I ain't now, really did to me. Marla was trying to audition to possibly go on tour with you, and I was saying how <laughs> terrible her vocals are. You didn't, Listen, you didn't I'm trying to tell him. Okay, first Let of all, see. what you need to understand about Doc is that he's a hater. He's a very, very good hater. He's great at that. And he always trying to block people's blessings from having me as a background singer because I got vocals, you know what I mean? <laughs> okay, okay. Let me hear you sing that. It's the thuggish, ruggish bone. Oh, God. If you can hit that one. I can't hit that one. I can't hit that one for good. I can do it. We got lazy. Okay, wait a minute, Nancy. Okay. You over there hating on her, man? She kind of had a little vibrato. He's a hater. Yeah, a little vibrato going. It was Here's the thing. A little I don't even know what that is, but I got it. You get lucky. <laughs> At some point, everybody gets lucky. Every dog has its day. So she ha she oh, hit that wow. one. She hit that one. Yeah. But right. if we're talking about a tour and you have to do this night in and night out, 
the true her true ability is gonna is gonna surface. You're gonna be like, damn, I should have listened to Doc. She sucks. <laughs> well, we'll we'll have a rehearsal for that. You know? too. We'll have a rehearsal for that. So we we're here we're here crack before we hit the stage. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So before we got uh, disconnected, we were just talking about you know you construction constructing your new project, I Wanted Dead or Alive, and you're saying you always have music. Right, right. I was saying, like I was saying, like I, I got hundreds of songs in the catalog, you feel me? But when the pandemic hit, because I was, I was working on another album, and that was called 2020 Vision slash Perfect Timing, and the Kobe thing happened, and, and it just started going crazy, and our shows got canceled, and I was like, man, I'm like, I got on some dead or alive type of like thinking about my legacy. Like, okay, if I leave now, my music going to bump anyway. So dead or alive, you know, and then I, and I just went in with <clears throat> what was going in, going on in the world at that time mm -hmm. and having a little fun with it too. But I created all that from uh, end of February and I released it like July 5th. Mm -hmm. or something like that so recorded wrote mixed mastered in that little uh four month period so that was all created because i was no longer on tour you know what i'm saying i usually live on the road right right but um being at home shit i just I had to do something you know right. couldn't run around outside so i had to just put all that energy on the microphone so that's where that came from that was all all from that little four month time period. At what point did you get into engineering? And do you do production as well? Yeah, I, I do. Um, I do productions. Okay. Engineering, like I, I always knew how to basically record myself and you know what I mean, the engineer, I always paid attention in the studio. So mm. the whole time I've been knowing how, but I never really actually did it because I didn't, I felt like I ain't had time for it until I didn't have an engineer. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, you know what, let me just master this part myself too. So <clears throat> I've been doing that for about, it's been over a decade of just really sitting down doing my stuff and being able to mix my vocals up and things like that. But I, I ain't the best at it still. Cause I do, I wear, I wear a bunch of hats, but I got a team that take me over the, you know, take me over the edge when I, when I need to shine on, on the engineering side. Right. Um, go ahead, Marlo. Thank you. Okay. So you have, you have been famous and successful for a really long time. And, and I know y'all had so many groupies. Did you have any, body that we knew that were coming on to you then like any celebrities that are that are celebrities now or that anybody that you dated during that time i mean yeah yeah i did but i <laughs> I, I, I ain't gonna name drop because they married now you feel me and they got and that that don't need to be in they mix it's like the past. that it's no, in the past. It's, i know that's where it's gonna stay but yeah you know <laughs> That's you know clear. what I mean? That's like I had, right I had, I had some, some fine females that was digging, digging L burner. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, they was, they was digging it. They was digging it. Like the, 
Y'all was like the rap new edition. Everybody had their favorite. Right. <laughs> so, so now piggybacking off of that, when y'all was at your height, when y'all was just, you know, the number one group in the country, when you guys were on tour, who had the most, like, who could just roll and pull at any time? Like, yo, I don't care what you do. I can pull more than anybody. Who was just the hottest? I mean, that's probably busy. But that ain't really his personality to pull him like that. You know what right. I'm saying? So, but they went crazy for him. You know what I mean? They went super crazy for light skin. But then that gave me room to, you know, do what I needed to do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, he said, like, and then oh, I was yeah. in a close second. He said, and here I am in yeah, a close I, second. <laughs> now, I, w I was never no second. You know what I mean? I just, I was, I was talkative and I talked to the people and I was a people's person. Well, I'm a people's person. So, you know. I was out there with the gang. <laughs> I that shit. Right. Marlo, something else? Go ahead. Do you, um, okay, so if you, if they were to put you against like a, a versus battle to where, you know, it's like go back and forth, who would you, who would, who would be the ideal versus for you? Nobody have enough songs. Nobody can go back back and forth hits, not even album songs. So you gotta understand like with Bomb Thugs and Harmony, we got platinum solo records, we got Mo Thug records, we got uh, um, Bomb Thugs and Harmony records, you know what I'm saying? Like, I thought about it a lot, you know, they tried to pit us against Three Six Mafia and all that, and them are guys now, but they don't got enough records. I hear, I hear, uh, think it was Juicy J was talking about the best and all that, but I don't know, man. I heard you know, the baby Wu Tang. I don't think they got Wu enough records. So if you took that, that'd be a that'd be a classic bang out because because we was big like that at the same time. But I don't know mm -hmm. when it come to records. And they have a lot of solo albums, you know. Oh, yeah. and, you know, to do add too? that, that would be a good one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that'd, that'd be a bang out. That that'd, would be a good one. definitely a bang out, but you know, I root, root, root for the home team. As you're supposed to. <laughs> yeah, they, ain't, they ain't fucking with us. <laughs> As you're supposed to. So would you right. would you be down with it if you got the call? Would you be I'll be definitely honored, man. That'd be an honor, you know what I'm saying? Just to be in in the room with, or just to be involved with those other legends, because you know what I'm saying? Them, they, I definitely take my hat off to Wu-Tang because they let they legends. Look what they accomplished. They still right. they can still they can still do it to this day. So I think that that's probably the most that'd be the the bang out of all bang out when it comes to groups. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They we did, have to um, make that call. A, right. But recently they did a um a show and a documentary about um about Wu Tang. Do you think that you guys would be interested in doing either one of those mini series like they did with um with New Edition or or the actual um series for like a network about Wu Tang I mean about uh Bone Thugs? Well, we was we was kind of hoping to do a feature film of our our life as Bone Thugs and Harmony, and then 
when it came to like, you know, the, the TV series and things like that, we got so many, we got five stories within the story of Bone. So our, our feature film will be progressive into something like that, how they did New Edition. Like, I think they came out with Bobby. I think Bobby Brown did his own and things like that. Like, so it's like we interchangeable, man. We from my story. All of us got a unique, a very unique story within Bone Thugs and Harmony. Mm -hmm. The things we've been through and the lives that our lives was really, really difficult coming up, you know what I'm saying? Like in in the ghetto, you know how it is. You know, right. we all we all if we ain't from there, we all know a little bit about it somehow through family or whatever but we got our own stories so we progressing into that and that's where i'm going right now like i'm going to direct my own doing my own short stories and things like that to build up to the bone thugs and store harmony story because i don't want to give it to a studio i want to control it right no, so it'd be the truth the whole truth and nothing but the truth that they might try to water our shit down Cause we was crazy, right? <laughs> um, <clears throat> Marlo, something else? Were you done? No, you can go ahead. Um. So, with that being said, and you controlling, okay. Let me even ask this question before that: Will there be another Bone Thugs album? Do you think? I think I think the next Bone Thugs. It's just in my mind. I would first of all, I would love for it to be a grand finale of a Bone Thugs and Harmony album because it's just magic when we get in the room and work together. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's a blessing from the Lord. But if not really a group album, I can damn near guarantee you it'll be a soundtrack to our movies mm -hmm. that'll feel like a Bone Thugs and Harmony album. I'm saying so I'm looking forward to the soundtrack doing the soundtrack of our life to our autobiography nice <clears throat> and in putting your album together and your project how do you like doing it from an independent standpoint like obviously when you have a machine you know that there's money there that you might not have when you do it independently, but independently you have more freedom and you can kind of release things when you want. How do you like, you know, between the two, which one do you prefer? Well, I, I've always wanted to be independent. I started off, <clears throat> we started off independent. We had our first independent record back in 1991, which was called Faces of Death. Mm -hmm. And we was like 16, 15, 16, 17 years old when we was creating that one. And so when we got with Easy e you know what I mean? We still, it wasn't, we, we weren't independent, but we didn't have executives and A&Rs over our backs telling us what to do. Easy e basically allowed us to do our sound, what we right. wanted to do. You know, we wrote him raps. So he wasn't like on us as far as A&R and our projects. So from that aspect, it always felt like we was independent from a creative side, but being independent from a financial standpoint, I absolutely love it. You feel me? Like it's, it's cool. Cause I get, we get the best of both worlds. Now some independent artists just start off independent and you're trying to build your shit up. 
and you're trying to get heard and noticed. But we come from a standpoint of we are we got millions of fans around the world and then was let go. So <clears throat> my only job was to curate all them fans. You know, once the once the record companies moved out the way, we got in touch with our fans and we've we we uh started establishing our relationships with our own foundation and that like being with a record company, a label, we probably have to pay them three, four, five million dollars back before we get to seeing anything. You know, we living good off that, but at the same time, now I could put with those same fans that I earned over the years, mm -hmm. I could put out an album and it don't have to sell a million records at all. You know what I'm saying? It don't have to do a hundred thousand in a week or fifty thousand a week. I could put it out like me myself, my process is every three months I look at myself. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And and my my core fan base is supporting. So what I'm making off ten thousand units move, it take a major record to do a hundred and fifty right, two Right. You know so I love this independent game, man. I don't like nobody telling me what to do. <laughs> My own mama didn't tell me what to do. That's why I headed out to California with a one-way bus ticket at the age of 17. So independent wow. is the way, man. And I think, you know, the other way is more of the old days is dinosaurs and shit. That 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 thing is gone now, man. Look at this technology we're using right now. Right, right, for sure. Yeah. Um. So at the time y'all were coming out, and you know the Midwestern rap scene, y'all were a part of that growth. How how important was it for y'all to represent the Midwest, to represent Cleveland? Was that like a a, a soul? Was that part of y'all uh, mission in coming out? Is to basically this is what we represent and we want to let the whole world know about what absolutely man you know we wanted to <clears throat> we wanted we wanted to put cleveland on the map you feel me we wanted to be first because we had artists we had r&b artists back when i was growing up that was really running the game you had the rude boys men at large gerald Levert, all of them was from cleveland and you seen and you heard about them and things like that but as far as putting hip hop on the map. You know what I mean? We had MC Brains came up uh, internationally. Um, <clears throat> I mean, it was quite a few people that came out, but the city wasn't on the map and wasn't respected like that. And our region, the Midwest, you know, you had East, we, we, we was listening to East Coast music, uh, down South ghetto boys and stuff like that. And, you know, West Coast. So we didn't have a spot, so it was, it was definitely up to us. To, we felt like we wanted to be the first to put it on the map. And uh, people thought we was from, a lot of people thought we was from California because of Easy e right. So we went extra hard screaming Cleveland, uh -huh. you know what I'm saying? So just <laughs> yeah. to let niggas know, no, nah, we ain't we ain't from California, but we uh, we represent that shit, you know what I mean? But yeah, that was, that was definitely a goal to let the world know Midwest had talent. You were did saying you, you any, got um, a, go ahead, Smooth. Oh, I was just going to say, did you get any support from the Gerald Levert or any other R&B cats that kind of saw what y'all were doing to be like, yo, we're going to jump behind this because they're from the city. It ain't what we do, but we see where it's Man, going. Man, all of them. 
You know what I'm saying? Gerald Levert was like, man, rest in peace, dog. He was a real one. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So they all supported us from Joe Little to, uh, to, uh, like I say, men at large, Dave Tolliver, um, man, you name it, like the city got behind us, you know what I'm saying? WZAK was our station back in the days and, and they supported it because when we came home, see, we left with one, we left telling the world we would find Easy E telling our hood this, that, and the other, and we did that. And Easy mm. E came back with us. So when we came home, we had Easy E with us, we had film cameras, it was like a big thing. The dream had came true, you know what I'm saying? Oh. So, yeah, we had that support. When you first came to California, so when you guys came looking for Easy, was that your first time ever in California? No, nah, I had been to California for about one day. I went to California. I had ran away from home one time when I was little. My, my uncle had some uh, plane tickets. He worked at the airlines and I was like, 14 or 15 and I stole a couple buddy passes and went to California and hung out with some 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 guys that drove red cars and you know what I'm saying I met, oh, I, met a, I, I I was 14 boys in the hood wasn't out yet I ain't know what was going on all I know is I had a pocket full of money and they showed me a good ass time but I have friends out here <laughs> wow yeah, yeah but I, I, that was a quick thing but yeah that was really my first time when we came out here I we didn't know anybody my brother went to school out here with a couple of uh, his high school buddies and that's when he rapped when Flesh and Bone rapped against one of the guys that played in Men's to Society <clears throat> he called me on the block like bro you need I need to get y'all out here because I just rapped against this dude and I, I ate his ass up and da, da 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 And that's when we start plotting to get to California. That was like 92 and right. we left 93. So when you, when you all come down as a group, what was everybody, like what was your impression of California? Like how did you feel like, you know, coming from Cleveland and now you come here with the palm trees and the sun, like what was your impression of that? And was it and was it L.A. that you came to when you came to California? Definitely, it was L.A. Uh, downtown Greyhound bus station. I never Ooh, forget that. Every mother. street, every street. Hey, yeah, that shit was cool, y'all. <laughs> L.A. Ooh, wrong rough. for having that that's place. Down there. <laughs> that's right. Hey, you said they wrong for having that down there. That is the worst there, representation like, of L.A. That, that yeah, damn bus test. station is the worst representation of California. Let me tell you, dude, that ain't nothing nice. Man, you got to think back, back then, like, all you heard about was the Bloods and the Crips, man. And all you, and then you had the Rodney King shit just went on. You know what I'm saying? So <clears throat> I expected to get off the bus and, and bullets was going to be flying <laughs> everywhere. You feel me? Like I hadn't even thought about how beautiful California really is with the mountains. And right. when you just take a drive through this mug, you can appreciate it. But right. at the end, I'm like, oh, sh I was nervous. I ain't, I was naive when I left. But by the time we got to Vegas, I'm like, oh, shit, what we, what we going to do now? We ain't got no pistols. These guys <laughs> crazy. They, uh, <laughs> Yeah, but no, nah, man. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody got no pistol. 
when we, when we first came down, like we had, my brother had a homeboy that lived in uh, Mansfield hood. Ooh. And uh, he used to always tell us like, y'all can't be walking to the store like this. Cause we, <laughs> we'd go get beer and shit. We got on the wrong clothes. Mm-hmm. We ain't know nothing. Like he like, bro, y'all gonna get. And then one day, uh, the niggas, him, me and Busy up. He like, um, they like, they like, bro, like, who was y'all niggas? Like, we like, what y'all claim? Like, I'm like, nigga, we from Cleveland. We rap. They was like, well, if you gonna be here, you gonna have to claim something because we gonna have to protect y'all. I'm like, nigga, I ain't gonna be Ooh. here. Um, I'm gonna rap. <laughs> you think they you know was- what's crazy? I was just leaving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Now she was like, I'm like, man, I'm a rapper. I'm from Cleveland, dog. I ain't gonna be here long. I came to do this, that, and other. He like, well, little nigga rap then. And then when we rap, next thing you know, we had all the beer and the, the chronic joints in the world we wanted. They was nigga shoulders with Tone Lope lived that and everything. Like, so once they heard what we was doing, niggas in LA started looking out for us, man. So it was love. It was love, it was scary at first, but then it was love and everybody wanted to keep us away from niggas who wanted to get us involved in gangs and shit like that. Right. Oh, that's dope. That's dope. Um, who was Marlo. the first person, who was the first person in, um, in the group that said, you know what, maybe we should create this melody here. Maybe some, who was the first person that said we should, maybe we should try and put a little harmony in here. That, that really just organically happened because you know, shit, I'm 46 years old now, so I grew up to my mother's music, Temptations and all that, New Edition, we, Michael Jackson, we sung all that. So coming from a singing background, when we was rapping, we learned each other's rap so well, you know, we was just, we called it ad-libbing at that time. And my mother, wow. pointed, my mother pointed out the fact that like, nigga, y'all harmonizing, so y'all might as well do it like this. And it just oh, organically wow. happened. That wasn't nothing we sat down and tried to contemplate or nothing like that. It just that is so dope. We knew each other's rap, so on certain words, when somebody running out of breath, we'd catch those words, mm-hmm. and it'd be in unison, and that's where the harmony came from. How about that? Look at God. Thank God for Mama. Mama said, Mama said, now I know my baby's voice. And I think they harmonized. Somebody listen to this. Mama said, knock you out, man. All right. Thuggish Wuggish Bone was the first song I've ever tried to write down word for word. The problem is, some of the stuff I ain't know what y'all was talking about. (laughs) <laughs> so so I would just mumble over that part. But I wrote down like I when I tell you I wore that cassette out. Yes, it was a cassette. Ooh, show, show your age, Marlo. Show your I age. wore cassette. that cassette out to where my sister threw it away. She said, No more. Wow. We're not hearing this. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Well, you know, we appreciate you appreciate the love. Your sister was hating, man. What's wrong? She's still a hater to this day. <laughs> Yo, real quick, man, I want to shout out everybody checking in on the uh, Twitter and the Twitch. Justice, what it do? Norbert, what's happening? Twinkle Star, what's cracking? Asia Blue, what's happening? Thanks for checking in with us. Yeah, thank you, everybody. So let's talk about 
you had this project that you dropped in July, um, Dead or Alive. Right. And you have a new single out from that, right? What's the new single? Is it, is it, it's All Right, it's a new single? Yeah, that's the new single coming off the album. It's called It's All Right. It's, it's featuring my uh, my homeboy Esquire, Esquire One. His name is Serrano. Uh, he's abs- He's an attorney as well, so oh, the yeah, dopest rapping attorney. Oh, oh, yeah. he's, probably <laughs> <laughs> Wait, he's an attorney and he raps. He's an attorney and he raps. Listen, that's so you know his contract is fine. That's oh, yeah, my, hey, fine. Yeah, we, we straight over here, please. <laughs> please believe it. You, hey, we, we making them rich over here, so that's what we doing. But yeah, man, it's called It's All Right. And it's basically saying like, because you know, like I said, we wrote it during the pandemic at right when it started and all that. So it was just saying, like, it's going to be all right, man. You know what I mean? Like, I know we're going through what we're going through, but you always, we always persevere. You know, buckle down, go through it. You got to go through it to get to it. So that's what that song, it's a positive message, man. It make me feel good. So that's what I was hoping it do for the world. It's a banger. You got a banger. Thank you, man. Appreciate that. So with that album, new single, and now you're embarking on something for New Year's Eve, right? So this is a virtual event. Explain to us what you have going on for New Year's Eve. Uh, It's a it's a streaming it's a streaming concert with uh, virtual with virtual aspects to it. So I'm streaming live from Vegas. I'm calling this show. This show is called. Uh, the Phoenix Rising. So it's a, it's the first of a 12 series uh, streaming concert thing that I'm going to do. And it's called Phoenix Rising, meaning that we're coming from 2020 into 2021, uh, coming out of the ashes. You know what I'm saying? Like we thought it was a bad thing. Oh, they stopped everything, but really it was the best thing that could have happened to me because it, uh, it allowed me some time to sit down and think and and ponder and recollect where I've been all over these years because it's, it's been constant running. So to say like shaking off all the old dust and starting over for 2021. So it's a virtual, it'll become more virtual over the episodes, but it's mainly streaming. So this this particular one is featuring me, my Harmony House artists and, uh, and a couple special guests that's gonna come through and do some things, which I don't want to say their name. It'll be a surprise, just in case niggas don't come. <laughs> <laughs> Good approach. Good approach. Yeah. You know how niggas can be. Yeah, niggas. Yeah, no, niggas, niggas. I love niggas, you know, though, but niggas. Niggas don't nig. You know, if you loud, niggas don't nig. Niggas don't nig. Oh, re niggas. Right, right. All right, so. Where can folks where can folks see this at? How much is it? Like give us those particulars so we can make sure that folks know because a lot of people don't have nothing to do New Year's Eve. Not all of us are fortunate to go to Jamaica like Marlo. So a lot of us are gonna be home. Let folks know how they can actually access this. Okay, well you can purchase your tickets. You can go to my website, which is harmonyhouseent.com. It's Harmony House is my last name, but it's spelled H-O-W-S-E-E-N-T.com. You can purchase your, your tickets from there. And it'll be streaming through a platform called How Live 
uh, howlive.tv. Okay. Howlive TV. So uh, you can either go to howlivetv.com to get howlive.tv to get to uh, purchase your tickets, or you can go to my website, Harmony House uh, ENT.com. And you can watch it either from my platform, it'll take you straight over to Harmony, uh, to howlive.tv. So that's how you can purchase your stuff. It's all, it's all running through my, it's all running through us right now. So right. I'm trying to, I'm trying to bring everything in-house. Everything is HarmonyHouseENT.com. And I'm partnered with howlive.tv. So you can go to those two websites and it'll get you all the information you need pertaining to uh, you know, purchasing the tickets and the tickets is twenty dollars and twenty one cent. It's a three hour event. Like I said, some virtual, some live streaming. I'm doing. I did some uh, pre recorded performances. You know, so because I'm learning some right. of it pre pre, but I'm going live. I'm doing a live performance myself. Uh, all one hundred percent live. I'm going live. Bottom line. Dope. Me live, couple pre-recordeds, uh, and um, I'm just building out a new platform, man. Just you know, some that I'm gonna have different artists featured on every month. I want to do it every month. It might be every other month to start off with, but this is my very first own production, to where I had to paint these green screens on the walls and and do ev do everything from A to Z, wearing every hat, man, and you know, working with uh, Dre Ghost. Draco's Productions, and, uh, Urban Icon Entertainment. So uh, I got a pretty good team right now, man. So that's this is what we doing. That's how you can. That's how you can look us up. And then if you go to my um my Facebook, which is Lazy the official Lazy Bone or the the official Bone Thugs and Harmony, or you know IG the real Lazy Bone. All the information is up there. That's how you know I'm spreading the word through that. No, that's dope. And the fact that you're doing it yourself, so now you're talking about ownership, which goes back to being independent and being able to do what you want to do when you want to do it and can control the lion's share of what you make as opposed to giving it to a huge company or to a record label or something like that. So owning it is everything. Absolutely. And then, and then another thing, you know, I don't know if artists really knowing they out here doing these uh these live streamings and you know the game shiesty it's snakes it's snakes out here they ain't gonna tell these kids everything they need to know man like so in doing so they paying these they paying people 10 15 20 30 however much a person is worth mm -hmm. but at the same time this online streaming this content Artists need to know that they need to own that before they do these little one-off show deals with these streaming companies because they got the right to exploit that stream for for life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. and that's my thing. Like I'm not giving you my image. I'm not gonna give my image away for you to do whatever you want to do with it for a one-time payment. So I'd rather open up an avenue to make sure that artists got some ownership in their shit, man. Right. That's why, <clears throat> and you're absolutely right. They'll give you your upfront money and they will tell you, well, this is how much royalties you're supposed to get on the back end. Right. But those numbers, 
you never really know if those numbers are, are accurate, right? Because if they're getting the accounting, they could really tell you anything. Absolutely. So that is the game, man. And the fact that you're doing it correctly, especially in a time like now where, you know, artists aren't able to go on a road. So this is how they're trying to earn a living now. So it's important to just do business the right way because that's how, you know, you guys are surviving. Right, right. And then my thing is, you know, like, I want to, I want to see, I want to make so many people rich, man. You feel me? Like I want to help. I want to be the cause just, just like with the music. When, when we came in, we wanted to be different. And now that allowed the world to expand. It kept the game growing. You know what I mean? It made people go out their boxing like, okay, I got to do better than bone. And that's what I'm doing with this now. Now these kids, I can share the, sharing the profits with them and they see a profit that they never thought they'd see. And it, and it also can be a residual profit. So that's all I'm trying to do is when I'm gone, it'll be a million people saying what I did good in their life. And that's, they they doing it already. You know what I'm saying? So that's my goal, man, is to change as much of this world, leave a good vibe and some coin behind so that, you know, the youngsters didn't have to struggle like we did. That's right. Um, Smo D, Marlo J, anything for Lazy in closing? Yeah. I, um, you brought up Juicy J a little while ago in 3-6 Mafia. It was always kind of said it was beef between y'all back in the day. Was it real, like, drama and beef back in the day? I mean, over records talking shit, but, like, hand-to-hand uh, -hand combat or – Nothing like that's real drama to me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. When you see niggas and you got to get them up. But uh, <laughs> not really, man. You know, like, we all good yeah. now. Like, thank God we all made it through the 90s. Right. Most of us most of us still living, you know what I'm saying? And we all cool. We all good now, you know what I'm saying? Like, I get the politic with the artists yeah. that, that the, uh, I say the industry wanted us to hate. Because to me, them niggas never sound like nothing like us. Exactly. You, you know what I'm saying? So, and I always like them niggas beats. You know what I'm saying? Now I got Paul and getting beats from all these. Them niggas got some monster hits when it comes to production. So, right. you know, to be able to work with all them, the twisters and all that, like, everybody do it now. It's one big happy family out here for now. <laughs> okay, okay. And, and one more question. Oh, but before I hit the, uh, I want to go back to our IG and our Twitch real quick. Shouts out Andy Franklin, Golden Touch, DJ Sense, uh, Unlimited Legacy, and Sasha Love. Thanks for riding out with us on the show. Uh, so then, my other question was, how how did it come together with the new project of getting uh, Damian Lillard, aka Dame Dollar, on one of the joints? Oh, man, man. It, I mean, Dame, Dame just a super down to earth, you know what I'm saying, to, to make a hundred mil with a ball and still be down to earth the way he is, you know what right. I'm saying? Like, Bone Thugs and Harmony, we had did a show at the arena that they play in um, up there in Rip City. We had did a show, and, and him and uh, CJ came out, and they, you know, and – and we just got to talking. I already knew he was a rapper. So, you know, me, I'm like, man, and, and you know, I got at him on the music side. And um, one day I was in, I was out there in Portland 
and he just popped up at I told him we was gonna be there. He popped up at the studio and we did a couple records together, man, and we've been, you know, vibing ever since, man. So that was definitely a, a honor to me because he one of the dopest rappers and hoopers, hooper and rapper that I ever heard. Metaphorically and everything, that nigga got skills. He got he definitely he has shack. skills. Huh? Say that. I said he oh. better than Shaq. What? Oh, come on. I know you playing. Come on. Shaq, Shaq you don't like hanging on the west side, even though you like hanging on the east side. <laughs> I like Shaq. I love Shaq, See? man. No, he was a basketball player. I think we all did. But I think as a rapper, I don't think Shaq was necessarily high up there for us. But we appreciate And the other ball players. Okay. Okay, well, well, if if Dame Lillard and and Shaq did a versus, I'm putting my money on Dame Lillard. All day. Dame Dollar all day long. (laughs) No offense, Shaq. That's what it is, man. Um, AM Caffeine Show. Once again, we appreciate Legendary Lazy Bone for hanging man. out today. He has a project out right now, Wanted Dead or Alive, available on all platforms. Go ahead and stream that, purchase it. Make sure you guys support independent artists, although these artists have had. And just treat yourself. Tour. Treat yourself. Exactly. Um, new single out. He's got a virtual. Uh, event happening New Year's Eve. Once again, Lazy, let them know how they can find you on Instagram and give them the virtual event link. Let them know how they can find that. Absolutely, man. My Instagram is the real Lazy Bone. Of course, it got the blue check on there for the authenticity of the things. Uh, and the show is called Phoenix Rising uh, on the 31st. It is. It started at 8 until it's over with. And uh, you can get the link. It's harmonyhouseent.com or you can go to howlive.tv to purchase tickets and get the link to uh, to check it out, man. And I just want to say I really appreciate all the support, man. It's been 27 years in this game. Wow. <clears throat> and I'm really just now having the fun that I, that I imagined this to be. You know what I'm saying? So support is the main thing. I don't have no big sponsors and shit behind me. You know what I mean? Because I guess I I ain't considered popular music right now because I am independent. But all the support that I get is it's, it's, it's very abundant, and I appreciate that, man. That's what it is, man. Legendary, dude. We appreciate everything you've done for the hip-hop culture. And anytime, dude, like anytime – you have something to promote, you want to talk about, it's an open door policy here, my dude. At any time, you can rock with us at the AM Caffeine Show, and we will continue to support to the best of our ability. Yeah. I appreciate that. Thanks for having me, man. Thank y'all you. stay safe out here, man. Mask up. Keep your Mask family up. safe. God bless y'all, man. That's what it is. Thank you. Once that's again, lazy. everybody, that's, that's Lazy Bone from Bone Thugs and Harmony, brand new project out right now. Wanted dead or alive, please pick that up. AM Caffeine Show. All right, Smoke D, we done. Y'all, good looking out, Lazy. Marlo right. D, we out of here. What's up? Yeah. Marlo J? Yes. You got something to say? I know you always got something to say. Are we going to do the.
The watch list, or we don't have time. I mean, if you want, if you want, if you got one. Yeah, Marlo J. So AM Caffeine Show. This is Marlo J's watch list. What Marlo J's watch list is, Marlo J. Let the people know, damn. If you don't know what Marlo J's watch list is, is what you should be watching and what you will be watching once I tell you what to watch. This week, I'm gonna give you a double up. Oh, oh, a double up. Let me see something. Double up. Pow, pow. Uh, uh, uh. So this week, Soul on Netflix. Of course. It's an animated movie. Um, I believe Jamie Foxx is in it. It's yeah. a number of people in it. And it's really, really good. It was really good for me to watch with my family because it talked about um, purpose and, you know, being good as a person. And it was just a great, great, it was put together really well. Animated, Netflix, Soul. The second one. Wait, is that just on Netflix? Is that on HBO Max or HBO Plus? Is it on HBO Max? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. HBO Max. I'm a liar then. What? No, no, no. I'm just, and we'll get back to Netflix because I need to borrow your login. But okay, go ahead. Oh, God. Okay. Um, <laughs> and the second one is The Christmas Chronicles. It's, it's one of those, those holiday movies, but it's really, really cute. And they have a sep- uh, they have a one and a two already on Netflix. Hmm. It has Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn and a Ooh. bunch of little kids. I love Goldie. It is really good. The Christmas Chronicles on Netflix, one and two. There's the two Christmas different Chronicles movies. on Netflix, one and two. So it's and a Christmas. Oh. It's a Christmas movie. Like, cause to me, Christmas, Christmas movie. Christmas movies are lame to me. They're terrible. Yeah. They're always I whack. So I'm a screw. For the most part, the most part I think so too. But this one was really good. Excuse all right, so Doc, you can't sleep on movies. Have been they sucked? Doc, you can't. You can't sleep on National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. <laughs> Shout out Chevy Chase. Shout I, okay, Smooth, you got a little. You got a little <laughs> bit of. You got a little bit of Christmas Vacation. But most of the time, that. nine times out of ten, yeah, Christmas you're right. movies are terrible to me. But I will. Pay attention, because Marlo J has been on point with Marlo J's watch list. I came front on her. She's been mm. on point. So we have Soul, as well as Christmas Chronicles. This is with Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn, and, and it's one and two. Yep, it's two different movies. Christmas two different Chron- movies. Wait, and Christmas two different Chronicles movies. Too. Both of them? They're in both yeah, movies? Yeah, they both came out. They came oh. out, I guess, Christmas Day. Oh, they but both up. of them star Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn? Yes, it's. I can only do one. I can't, I'm not gonna do, I can't do Goldie Hawn and Kurt for two moves. I, I'm not going to do it. I'm just they're going to get one. They're just going to get one. Okay, well, that's your business. That's your business. <laughs> AM Caffeine Show. You guys, uh, once again, uh, enjoy your holidays and all that stuff. Make sure you stay, stay masked up. It's crazy out in these streets. And I want to thank legendary Lazy Bone from Bone Thugs and Harmony, also known as El Burner. He has a brand new project that's out right now, available on all platforms. Wanted Dead or Alive, brand new single. It's all right. Please, all right. please, please support this brother. Real cool cat, wasn't he? Super cool dude. Yeah. Super cool dude. I want to shout out to my girl Blaze, who made this happen. So shout out to Blaze. my girl Blaze. Oh, Blaze is on the IG right now, too. What up, Blaze? What up, Just Blaze? Just Blaze. Blaze has two friends that I'm trying to meet. Hey! Hey. And Caffeine Show, we out. You guys enjoy your holiday. Peace. Marlo J, don't do that. Don't block. 
Don't block my blessing. Just why are you just such a hater? Just close out. Damn, AM Caffeine Show. Peace. Peace.